0: In honor of all the people who asked me to comment on abortion, and in honor of all the people who put hateful comments on my Instagram saying I was uneducated and undemocratic, this Filterless podcast is dedicated to you. Well, hey guys, it's Katie Thomas here, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, our country is falling apart. If you're thinking that, you're right. Our country is falling apart. Now, it was just the other day, I was watching a documentary movie type deal where, it was a movie, but it was based on a real story, and it went through the events of this guy's life, and it was a movie called The Pianist, and it's about this Polish piano player who essentially had to survive the Nazi regime in Poland. His family was killed. He somehow miraculously survived, like, in the most extravagant ways. And I'm watching this movie, and I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, we're just like Nazi Germany. We indiscriminately kill a group of people just because of a certain aspect about them, and we do it under the idea that it's moral and that it's okay. Well, today on the Filterless Podcast, I'm just going to give you my filterless opinion about abortion, which I know so many people are fond to hear about. In fact, just alone on my Instagram account, if I say pro-life, 200 followers, gone, just like that. They don't want any part of it. But sadly for them, I'm not changing my mind. I've gotten hate messages, comments about how I am, you know, illiterate. Don't know my history, undemocratic, you name it, I've been called it, and there are cuss words I will not say on this podcast that you know were thrown my way. However, I do want to kind of narrow down how the Nazi regime was not a whole lot of different in its roots than abortion was when it first started in the United States and even um, in Europe. So I've been doing research, and a lot of people are like, oh, Margaret Sanger, she paved the way for women's rights, which is fine, whatever, Because my biggest deal is not with Margaret Sanger. Uh, Margaret Sanger was not a good person, I don't think. She introduced the idea of birth control, which congratulations for her. They had this scientific finding that you can prevent women from getting pregnant. Um, Congratulations. Her roots for making that were not moral. In fact, Margaret Sanger went to Europe uh, as a socialist to specifically study birth control in the sense of using it for eugenics. She was a eugenics advocate. Who else do we know in history was a eugenics advocate? Oh wait, Nazi Germans. They were huge advocates of getting rid of people that they thought were not going to benefit the race, benefit the country, and were holding everybody economically back. Margaret Sanger believed the same thing. Now, Margaret Sanger, on the flip side, did not believe in abortion. Uh, which is really weird because for the longest time, I thought personally that Margaret Sanger was like one of the foundation people for why abortion exists in the country. But Margaret Sanger in her autobiography specifically talks about how she looked around the places she was in the United States. She saw people in poverty and she noticed that abortion was a waste of life. These are her words. Abortion was a waste of life. That, That blows my mind away. So here's Margaret Sanger. She comes up with an idea of birth control because she still wants to control who's born into this world. Uh, She still is a eugenics advocate, but she doesn't want to see babies being aborted. So this is kind of the backdrop of Margaret Sanger. But nonetheless, Planned Parenthood was started as an organization that was meant to advance the eugenic pseudoscience um, mission. So then you fast forward. Margaret Sanger dies in 1966. Well, in 1964... A man by the name of Alan Gutmacher takes over Planned Parenthood. Most of us don't really know who Alan Gutmacher is, but Alan Gutmacher, um, he was the vice president of the National Eugenics Association. I think I'm getting that right. I'm not looking at notes right now, but it was an organization that advanced the mission of eugenics. He signed his name on the humanist um, or the Humanist Manifesto, And when he signed his name, they signed a specific section that had to do with advancing abortion in the United States and around the world. So here's this guy, and you know, for all the feminists out there who talk about how Planned Parenthood championed women's rights, um, it's really funny to me because it's always like the man-haters, the man-haters who want to say, oh, Planned Parenthood actually cares about women, men don't. This is bizarre to me because it was a guy, not, not to say that all men are bad. Don't don't take that the wrong way. I'm not a man hater. But it was ironically a man who pushed the idea of abortion on the feminists of the 1960s and 70s and created this idea that we need to have it and advanced Planned Parenthood's abortion efforts. In fact, I believe it was in Iowa that the first abortion efforts were made, but that was after Margaret Sanger had stepped down. Essentially, Planned Parenthood went from being a organiza- an organization that cared about bringing women contraceptive in education to killing babies. Is it a surprise that Alan Guttmacher was also a part of the eugenics effort? Is this a surprise to anybody? I get so many comments from people who are like, you are uneducated because you compare abortion to Nazi Germany. I don't just compare abortion to Nazi Germany because many people are dying um, immorally and being targeted, which you know the Jews were targeted. I don't. I don't say it just because of that. I say it because the very foundation for why Nazi Germany was killing the Jews is the same foundation that abortion was founded on, and that Planned Parenthood was founded on a hundred years ago. Is it a coincidence? I mean, you're talking about Margaret Sanger writes in her autobiography, how she went to Nazi Germany, like in the very beginnings of its stages, and talked about how abortion was being proposed there, how it was being, I don't know if it was legal, but they were essentially telling women they should get it. It was advertised. She went to the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union was doing the exact same thing. These are two countries that the United States recognizes as pure evil. You had Nazis, and then you had communists. There was a big deal of why we didn't like either groups of those people. And both of those people, before the United States did, legalized and advertised abortion to be moral. Why Why is no one talking about this? I mean... I'm sorry, but if you're simply uneducated about the roots of abortion and you support abortion, despite the scientific findings that there are and all the different arguments that are being brought up by the right that are clearly moral, I'm sorry that you have nothing to stand on. Unless you support the idea and movement of eugenics, I don't see how you can support abortion because today you'll find that the majority of abortions that take place um, in certain areas are to African Americans. And, you know, there's many reasons to why I think that this could be something that happens. So, first off, you have African Americans. They are ten- they tend to be trapped in poverty in the United States. Um, I really do think that the Democratic and the left movement likes to champion the idea of minority rights, but they don't exactly give equal opportunity. We see, statistically, that the welfare system traps women of minorities in poverty. There's an absolute breakdown of the morals of family as a unit in the United States. And so you have these women who are single moms, they have multiple kids, maybe multiple baby daddies, all who have walked out, none of them who have been married. And this is a trend in African-American communities. So you have that. And then after that, you have um, you have women trapped in poverty, they don't want some of their kids. I mean, the economic argument for abortion is, well, if you can't afford a kid, well, you shouldn't be forced to have one. And so you have these African-Americans who are the majority of which are in poverty and Planned Parenthood and other organizations, I mean, even the Alan Guttmacher Institute pushes the idea that these women should have an abortion because it's going to better their family and better their finances. So these women believe that there's nothing wrong with that. They're thinking financially that they have to survive. They have to pay for food. They have to pay for all these different things. And so that's the conclusion that they come to. And so that's why the CDC reports that about 60% of African-Americans that could be born are aborted. That's over half. Do you know how many white Americans could have been born but were aborted? 16%. That's a huge difference. You want to tell me that Planned Parenthood's roots in eugenics don't play out today? Not only that, but 64% of Hispanic children, Latino, ethnic, uh, the the kids with those backgrounds, those kids who could be born, 64% of them are aborted in our country. You want to tell me that the left doesn't have a eugenics policy pushing forward? No. And of course, they're like, well, they champion minority rights. Well, if I wanted to get rid of minorities, not that I do, I have many friends who are minorities and I don't look at them any differently than me. But if I was somebody who wanted to get rid of minorities and I was a eugenics advocate, I wouldn't outwardly say, hey, let's get rid of all the African-Americans. Hey, let's get rid of all the Latinos. I would personally want to get on their good side and make them feel like I'm their advocate when in reality, I'm just a wolf's in sheep's clothes. And people don't buy this. People think Planned Parenthood gives women the right. They give women the right to choose. I'm pro-choice because women should have the right to choose whether they have their kid or not. It's their choice. Choice, 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 choice. That's all you hear. And here's my issue with that. And by the way, can I just point out that women have always had the choice to either have their kid or abort it. It's not something that the United States championed with Planned Parenthood. I know. Huge bombshell. Because when you look at pro-choice versus pro-life just as like two terms of two groups, has anybody ever found it weird that like the people who support abortion are like pro-liberty in their name and then like pro-lifers are real simple. Like we're pro-life. We want babies to be born when they're conceived. I mean, I feel like that's really like straightforward. What we should really have is instead of pro-choice, can we just call them what they are? Pro-murderers? I'm pro murder because that's like the opposite of life, or I'm pro-kill, or I'm pro-death, I'm pro-abortion. You put any of those labels on it, it's more accurate than pro-choice, because back in ancient Rome, do you know how they would abort babies? They would be on the mother's stomach and the womb in this area where the baby was until the baby died. There wasn't a law for it, they just did it. Abortions were, women had the choice to abort their baby Even when Margaret Sanger was looking around watching botched-up abortions. It's not about pro-choice. It's about pro-death. Okay? Like, can can we please just adopt that? That would be great. But the point is that I sit around these people who try to champion women's rights. And they try to champion the rights of the United States and how we are pushing an agenda forward... But that agenda is one that I am positive that we will look back and we will regret and that the world will look at the United States and other nations alike and be extremely disappointed about. I mean, we're talking about aborting babies up to the point of birth. No, Nowhere in history has it ever been medically necessary for a mother to abort their baby in like the 38th week. If your baby is undergoing some kind of emergency, or the mother is, they deliver that baby early. And then they take care of that baby. And then they do everything they can so that baby can live. We've never had to abort a baby. I mean, it's, it's absolutely bizarre to me. But when people want to say, okay, you're not educated. You are insulting victims of Nazi Germany. I think they are whenever they advocate for pro-choice. Pro-choice, really it's pro-abortion, pro-murder, pro-kill, pro-death, whatever you wanna label it. I think that whenever we look at Nazi Germany, we have to learn from their mistakes. What were their mistakes rooted in? The idea, and I'm gonna go religious for a second, the atheist ideas of eugenics. The ideas that come about from the idea of natural selection or the best, you know, should be fit to live. Those ideas, which were also put forth and um, made a huge deal and advertised in Soviet Union, those ideas are the ideas that the United States did not like. Because at the time that we were fighting the Soviets and Nazi Germany, the United States had a better family structure, Okay. They had a better family structure. They had, we had more religious values. And if you weren't necessarily religious, like you weren't necessarily a born again, saved Christian, you grew up knowing what right and wrong were because a lot of people around you were Christian or they knew what the Bible said. They were charitable. They gave, they understood that lying is bad. They understood that murdering was bad. There were no qualms about what morality was. Yes, you had people who questioned it, but I think that overall, the United States had more of a moral basis for every decision that they made. That changed during the counterculture. That changed when Cosmopolitan Magazine became this, what we see now as this feminist movement. Of, Have sex whenever you want and don't worry about the consequences. This is the world we live in. So when people want to say, I'm disrespecting victims of Nazi Germany, no, you are. Because when you don't look at the roots of what killed millions of Jews, and not just Jews, but the disabled and gypsies, then you don't have the ability to look at the roots of why abortion exists in our nation. The root cause of the abortion movement is more than just the idea of advancing women's rights. It's the idea of getting rid of people who, in the eugenics people's mind, whatever, shouldn't exist. If you were born in poverty... Margaret Sanger herself believed that babies should not be born in poverty. She said herself that the greatest sin that someone can commit is giving birth. And part of her target audience for birth control was those in poverty because Margaret Sanger didn't want people to be born into poverty. She thought that was immoral. Granted, she didn't believe in abortion, but that was what her whole birth control movement aimed at fixing. Okay, so today there's this idea that we don't want those, and we can go further, we don't want those with Down syndrome who are born. It's like 63% of babies with Down syndrome are aborted here in the United States. It's like 73% in France and 100% in Iceland. You're telling me that's not eugenics and the same foundation for why the disabled were murdered in Nazi Germany? You're crazy if you believe that. And you are not historically accurate. And you don't believe in what the foundation of our country was built on. The constitutional right, protection, and belief That every human being has the right to life. If you are pro-abortion and you think that those who advocate that abortion or infanticide is the same as genocide back in Nazi Germany, you are the most disrespectful person to minorities I think I've ever met. Because it's not just about the killing itself, but if you want to talk about true discrimination, the discrimination that we let go rampant in our country, is that that some of us are better than others. Now, just because I'm very white, and I'm sure that you can see that, I don't believe that minorities are less than me. And I'm not saying all white people believe that minorities are less than them. But I will admit that the foundation of Planned Parenthood was founded that the rich, primarily the white, were the people who should live. And we hate the fact that that was around in Nazi Germany. We criticize Hitler. We learn it in our textbooks in our World War II classes. But we don't look about how there is a serious problem with that in our nation. We like to cover it up with women's rights. But may I remind you, it was a white supremacist evil male. Because evil doesn't discriminate. Evil doesn't pick only white people uh, or only men to be the channel for which activities come from that hurt humanity. Evil can come from... African-American person, a Latino person, an Asian person, a Jew. It doesn't matter. Your ethnic background. Evil doesn't discriminate. But let me point out that it was a white evil guy who pushed forward the abortion agenda. Not some kind of person who supported women's rights um, in the sense that women should be able to pursue their education, pursue their career, and pursue the ability to have kids and be a great mom. It wasn't somebody like that pushing abortion. It was white men with an evil agenda which is the hugest irony to me to those who champion Planned Parenthood. The biggest irony to me. And can I point out something else? Real fast before I end this segment that's really, really weird. When I looked on Planned Parenthood's website, I was just curious about what they said about certain things because I was looking for what they thought about pregnancy care clinics. Uh, They bashed them. We have a great one where I'm from in Missouri, and they just bashed it. But what is so bizarre to me is that Planned Parenthood posts, like half their posts, are about like the LGBT community? Can I just ask what that has to do with abortion or women's rights? I mean, the LGBT community is not just for women. Okay, like there's a lot of aspects to it, but it's not just for women. So can I just say that the idea of um, not producing children is inherently in Planned Parenthood? Is it entirely inappropriate for me to say that if Planned Parenthood is supporting same-sex couples, you know? whom can't have kids with each other because that's not biologically possible, if they're supporting abortion, if they're supporting contraception, can I just say Planned Parenthood is in the interest of weeding out um, Americans? And can I just be bold enough to say that Margaret Sanger's goal of population control looks very, very possible with organizations like Planned Parenthood? Is that entirely inappropriate? Because if it is, I mean, I don't care, but it just seems like everything lines up really, really well. What I want to boil this down to, though, is that if you're posting things like, you know, slavery, Nazi Germany, how they looked at slaves and Jews, is the same way that we look at babies today, and people get up in your face about it. You remember that these are probably uneducated people. Not to say they're entirely uneducated, but they're probably uneducated about what they're talking about because we have been taught all our lives to support women's rights. I mean, if you went to a public school. I guarantee you, you had a socialist teacher who decided it would be a great idea to tell kids that women's rights need to be advanced, that women don't have rights. I'm a woman and I totally can tell if I have the advantage over a guy in my class in some area or, you know, I used to do speech and debate. If you were a woman, uh, not women, woman, if you were a woman and let's say there are six people competing in your event and everybody else was a guy, you immediately had the advantage. Why? Because you were a woman which was great for all my trophy winnings and my success, but it makes me wonder how deep the bias is in our country. Everything that we're taught. When you're taught that women need more rights, we are kind of slipped in the message that women need more rights to abortion. They need more access to kill their babies. Even though women who kill their babies suffer more from suicide, depression, and anxiety than a lot of groups, and they did studies like this in Europe where abortion rights are virtually, maybe in some countries, more advanced than ours. When you're talking to these people, they're uneducated. They don't know what they're talking about. And I think it's our responsibility to spread a message of truth. We can't just stand and be like, well, you know, I'm not personally pro-choice. I just, I don't want to lose friends. I've lost 200 people off my Instagram. Several people have yelled in my face at school. I've gotten hate comment after hate comment. And you don't see me backing down. Did you see the abolitionists back down when they fought for slaves to have rights? No. Did you see our men when we sent them to England? When we sent them to France? When we sent them across the world? Did you see them backing down when they saw the evil of Nazi Germany spreading to Europe and possibly the United States? No, you didn't see that. You saw people standing their ground up to the death to protect life, liberty, and freedom. We don't see that today. We don't see people. People are too worried about losing Instagram followers, and they are for standing up for truth. And that goes in lots of different areas. That can be very applicable in um, a lot of areas of life, even including religion and, you know, just what you believe in general, posting your opinion. But I say this is a culture war. This is something where we have the chance to define what our future kids say about not only our generation, but what they say about what is right and wrong. And if we don't stand up for what is right right now, then the evil that persists in our country is only going to persist longer and longer and longer, and nothing's going to get done about it. So do I think that the United States is making the same mistake as Nazi Germany? Yes, I do. And if you disagree with me, well... Pick up more than your socialist history textbook from school. Actually read what Margaret Sanger had to write. I dare you. Because when you read her writings, you're going to realize that the very founder of Planned Parenthood would not support where Planned Parenthood is today. At least not that I know. If she believed abortion was a waste of life, the founder of Planned Parenthood, maybe so should we. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a wonderful, filterless day.